0: Susanna Brand, and this is Disobedient Thems. Today, my guest is Julia Hunt, who is a social media and branding photographer with a side of woo. Welcome. Oh,
1: glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Tell me how a photographer manages to incorporate a little bit of woo into photography.
1: Well, you know, when people are getting their photos taken, that is often a very vulnerable space. Um, a lot of people are very uncomfortable. And maybe they don't even know it until they get right in front of the camera They're in the middle of the session, and they just realize, wow, this, this is something. Um, and so I use a lot of techniques um, to just help people just to meditate, connect with their clients. Um, Be able to bring out their best selves, bring out what's behind the surface. So even though we're taking pictures, so it is a very external thing, um, what I really specialize in is bringing out that thing that makes you be truly seen um, in your marketing. So it's really, really meant for people that want to be genuine and real in their marketing and make real connections with people.
0: How did you get into photography and social media and branding photography in particular?
1: Well, photography I've been interested in
0: all my life. And
1: I used to be a photojournalist and I picked that because that seemed more authentic than what portrait photography was uh, when I was, you know, back in the nineties and (laughs) first getting out of school. And then um, I, there was a long gap in there. I was a restaurant manager for 14 years, plus some extra time too. Um, and when I got back into photography, uh, I didn't know what kind of photography I really wanted to do. And I really did miss that storytelling element of photojournalism. And one day I, I was trying to figure it out and I just happened to see an ad come across of this, a photographer, Was teaching a personal branding photography course. And I said, What is that? (laughs) And I read the description and it even said that you're telling people stories. And I thought, Oh, this sounds perfect. And so then I checked out the class and I was sold that, you know, it was just really cool that I could help people, you know, tell those stories able to make connections with their potential clients draw in the people that they want to work with and and then and help and provide for the people that they you know really make good connections with
0: you know I think a lot of people have as you say some hesitancy to have their picture taken mm-hmm. um, as so much depends upon a picture these days have you found that there are certain things that make people, Able to show more of themselves in in a photo.
1: I would say that being able to be your true self in front of the camera is very difficult, <laughs> and I even have a hard time with it. But I have gotten a lot better. Uh, so one of the things that I tell people is just just keep practicing. So sometimes practice in front of the mirror or practice. Um, with your phone and start taking pictures and make yourself laugh, make yourself do almost like acting a range of emotions. Uh, And sometimes that's so ridiculous that you get a real reaction out of yourself where you're just laughing. Like I, 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 you fake laugh and then you end up real laughing or you or maybe you're doing like you're crying or something like that. And you're just like, this is so ridiculous. Next thing you know, you actually are really laughing and then you look more natural. Um, so, you know, that's, that's definitely one thing that you, if you are hiring a professional photographer, there are so many of us that it's really important that you get to get to know them a little bit before you hire them, because, um, their personality is going to help you relax and be more genuine or whatever it is about them. And the connection you have with your photographer is really going to help you, um, be a lot more genuine as far as not being in genu- genuine in front of the camera oh my goodness that's probably one of the easiest things to do <laughs> it's, it's just because everyone kind of freezes up and all of and suddenly like junior high just rushes back in you know all of those things that we thought everybody thought about us and <laughs> and those things that we think are you know we don't like about ourselves Um, that just kind of takes over all that just floods in and takes over. And it just, I have seen it taken over, you know, really powerful, successful people and the camera comes up and all of a sudden they're back to being, being um, vulnerable, being kind of like a, you know, junior high kid. So yeah, you have to just, and so then that's, that's where, that's where my woo comes in and I start, you know, helping people imagine their clients, and they
0: slowly start bringing back in, you know, what
1: they're really like, and bringing that out.
0: Having your your photograph taken really brings up issues about being seen, and mm-hmm. also about the image that you want to present to the world. And those two may or may not be aligned with how you feel like you. Yeah. You actually are personally, right? Right. And there's a there's an interesting question here about um, alignment between image and reality. Oh my goodness!
1: Yes, that's <laughs> such a
0: big that's such a big topic.
1: You know, if you just just think of just one example. We would all, if we all asked this question, or if I if I made this statement, everyone would agree with it. That we all need to learn to love ourselves as we are, and you know, get rid of the photoshopping and get rid of all of the editing that makes us look better. Um, but then, when it comes to actually getting pictures taken, all of a sudden, like I said, it's that that it's almost like just all that. It's kind of like what you're talking It's exactly what you're talking about with the, with the image. All of a sudden, you know, we don't want to double chin. We don't want to look 51. We don't want to have the wrinkles that suddenly showed up in the last few years or the, um, you know, whatever other thing that that is,
0: shows up in the pictures. All of a sudden we we don't want to see that. With respect to age alone, mm-hmm. have both our own feelings about that, but then also the cultural values around that as well. And I, I wonder if the younger generation who has grown up with cell phones and selfies has the same kind of issues as the some people in the older generation, of which I would, I guess, now include myself, right? I did not grow up, Um, taking selfies. And in fact, I avoid them if possible. And sometimes I think about myself as a young woman and I,
1: you know, I was always running around without a purse. And so I, there are no pictures of me in my early twenties, hardly. Uh, And now I'm thinking, well, geez, I wish I would have had a cell phone back then. Um, But yeah, that is a curious thing to see if that's going to affect them as much, if they're just going to be so used to what they look like every day and seeing pictures of themselves all the time, um, if they will have that same problem as they age.
0: Do you think that taking photographs of yourself in the way that you do it for branding helps to develop more confidence or self-acceptance?
1: Yes, that is also part of the woo part is that there's this really magical piece that happens, especially with clients that I work with on, on a subscri- subscription basis that come and get photo shoots throughout the year. Um, once you have that experience of seeing your photos at the end and, and how they turn out and you, you know your personality is there and you look great, um, it ends up being an exercise in self-love. Definitely, and the confidence—like my clients that I've worked with for a couple of years—boy, um, they know how to pose. And you know, like our sessions are a lot shorter now because they they know what they're doing, and they know what looks good. And um, yeah, that confidence is there. We don't have to work on bringing that out because it's our—they bring it with them.
0: So there are people who come to take photographs
1: regularly. Yes, so. Part of what I do is I, as my service, the annual subscriptions that I do, is I have clients come once a quarter to get pictures taken, or I go to them, depends on where they're at, um, so that they have fresh pictures for their social media and all their marketing, um, so they can change out the profile photos and they can, they've got different marketing. Maybe they'll have a special promo that they're doing. They can have fresh photos. And it makes it so they can batch create their content, but still be genuine and in in alignment. So, especially when you're running a busy business, it's really nice to just have this library of images. And you can, whether you're doing your posts yourself or you have an assistant that's doing it, then you can give them the photos, give them the content, and then they put that all together for you.
0: What makes the the kind of photography that you do focused? Around social media or branding, is it is it a matter of telling a story or something else?
1: Well, I've definitely seen a lot of different photographers. so it is a new genre of photography, a new specialty um, and I've seen people who have come from the wedding photography industry, the portraiture, and like me, the photojournalism. Um, and each there's a lot of difference too in how it gets done so. That's another thing to look for when you're looking for a photographer, uh, but the, the wedding photographers and the photojournalists are gonna definitely be better at telling the story. They may even take detail shots of things that are not you. Um, and I definitely do that. I don't make every photo a portrait of you. Um, and then, But then the portrait photographers, they're gonna be really great at making portraits and so that's what most of the photos will end up being.
0: But then that's also not not always the case, too. So, do you think that, at, given your background in photojournalism, you have a certain advantage in uh, telling a story spontaneously? Oh yes, because that's exactly how I think. Like. I went to
1: art school after I was a photojournalist (laughs) and that's where I learned all the you know got the disciplined education on lighting and posing and and all of that um but even in school I still was thinking of the stories and just think it's interesting to hear people's stories and and how to capture that and tell that visually um and you know, a lot of times, especially with the news, I was a newspaper photographer. So most of the time I had to be able to tell the story in one picture. So, you know, I'm thinking about everything that's in the photo and that's automatic. So I'm doing that. I've even had times where I've been able, I've had something in the background of a photo that's perfect. And my client will say, Oh, I didn't even know you did that. That's just perfect. I can't believe you saw that and put that in there. And I'm, and I'm like, well, I didn't actually know I was doing it either. It just happened instinctively. One thing that a, that a professional can do um, is we definitely have developed our eye. We've, you know, studied, studied deeply how to do all of the posing and composition and, And then also the lighting. So one thing with using the phone is you are pretty much limited to existing light. So, you know, we're, we're going to not only be able to use natural light, um, but know things about bounce cards and reflectors and um, then using artificial lighting and be able to light that way. Um, But I also always say that whether it's, Someone that's using their cell phone or whether it's someone using a professional camera, um, someone's perspective is something that that can't be um, easily replicated. So that's something that's special to all photographers
0: Mm -hmm. is their own special way of seeing the world. Do you think that what you do is having an impact on not only your clients, but the larger world? Oh yes,
1: because I'm I'm such a big uh, supporter of being genuine and real and authentic and um, making real human connections within marketing, which you know that just sounds kind of like an opposite type of thinking, but that's how I am as a person. I I can't I can't. Do something inauthentically. Um, so that's pretty much the only way that I can work.
0: <laughs> so well, I definitely support how does that it. Affect, how, how would you say that that affects people being genuine in how you show up in the world or how you take pictures? Why is that important?
1: Well, I know it feels scary. So even though I said that I don't know how to be anything else, it still was very very scary for me personally. Um, and but what it does is it brings in the people who just feel um, who connect with you. So they're drawn in and they, they, they it, it really goes to that you know basic business philosophy that we all talk about which with the know like and trust factor. So that's what you're building. You know, people see you. They see how different you are and how you're being yourself. And so they start like, getting to know you then they decide they like you. And then in comes the trust factor because they know that you're the way you are in your pictures and how you appear on your marketing and social media is how you're going to be when they meet with you in person or they do business with you. And so that's the part that's, that's really important is that, you know, you, you don't want to have this image online and then someone decides to work with you and they don't even recognize who you are. You know, that, that just is a really big disconnect um, when you meet someone in person.
0: I've heard it said that people make decisions about whether or not to trust you within about eight seconds. Oh, yes.
1: And you know my my social media, I may not have a large amount of interactions. Um, I'm trying to think of the word right now. Um, I'll think of it after we quit recording. but um, but there are a lot of people that are vetting me. So they maybe meet me or someone says you should go work with Julia. Um, they will come and check out all my social media and they will scroll through my pictures real quick and then maybe watch a couple videos and then look at you know the photos I've done with people and then that'll make their decision for them so yeah eight seconds they've decided whether they like me or they don't like me wow wow and so once that eight seconds happens so then they'll spend a little bit more time with you and I've noticed people start commenting and and then contact me. Then they go to the website and take a look at things. Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: So if people are interested in working with you, how can they reach you? Well, I have the most fun on Instagram,
1: and that's at Julia May Hunt. That's M-A-E, Julia May Hunt. Um, And you can go to my website, too, and that's at JuliaMayPhotography.com. And yeah, those are the two best places to find me. You can
0: find me on Facebook and LinkedIn too. Well, thank you so much for being on Disobedient Femmes today. Sure, it was my pleasure. Thank you. I am Suzanne Legrand and this is Disobedient Femmes. Each week I interview kick-ass women, artists, activists, and entrepreneurs who are changing the world. If you enjoyed the interview, please subscribe in the link below. Thanks.